I'm Erin. And this is Keeping Busy. And this is our special double maple, double nut explosion episode. Double nut explosion. My favorite episode so far. Sweet, sweet, and more sweet. So we made two different recipes. Uh, We both made the same uh, maple nut pie, which is a cream pie. And we both made different maple fudges. And I assume yours was a maple nut fudge or did you go straight maple? No, I did maple walnut. Um, And one of my recipes I'm eating right now and the other one got thrown out the day after it was made. (laughs) You wanted to take a guess, which is which? I'm going to say you're eating the pie. I'm eating the pie. I'm also eating the pie right now. Yay for eating the pie. Mm. <laughs> what do you so what do you think about the pie first? Okay, so I very much enjoy this pie. My first few bites of the first slice, I wasn't sure what exactly was going on, but it really grew on me. Was it the texture or was it the flavor? I think that the first few bites, I, like the maple flavor wasn't coming through. Okay. Which is weird because every bite in that pie since then has been wonderful. <laughs> And the pie is almost gone. I think I had to like acclimate to the flavor or something. Yeah. Have you ever eaten something that you liked, but you expected was something else and immediately were repulsed by it? <laughs> yes. You know, yeah, like if you, close your your, expectations. if you close your eyes and someone says, I'm going to feed you some chocolate fudge and they instead mm-hmm. put like a sour pickle in your mouth. You know, you might like sour pickles, but when your brain is anticipating the chocolate and you're, like, very confused, it's not... You're like, this is disgusting. Yeah. But that's the worst chocolate ever. Well, it was a pickle. (laughs) That's why. That's right. What was your first impression then? Actually, when I first tried it, I thought it was way too sweet and that I wasn't really going to be able to eat it except with a cup of coffee on hand. But it's grown on me as well, and I... I really like the flavors of the the maple cream and the oatmeal cookie crust together. Mm-hmm. I think that goes really well. Um, so do you want to walk through the recipe? the recipe or you just want to talk about it? Well, I don't know about step by step. I don't have it up no. in front of me right now. I will say some difficulties that I had. Um, mm-hmm. It seemed difficult to get it mixed in well while you were folding it in. You are supposed to make the maple cream stuff separate from the meringue and then you fold it into itself and i had a hard time i was very very worried about deflating the batter and having it not be creamy and having Mm -hmm. it just be gooey um so there are definitely pockets of either whipped cream or meringue that aren't mixed in all the way yeah i'm looking at one right now but it's not it's not a big pocket it's a little pocket no and they're not super noticeable anyways when you're taking a big bite of creamy maple stuff yeah, I was also terrified about deflating it. So you have the whipped cream. <laughs> we were talking about this. You have so many dishes to clean. So at many the end dishes. Of this that is the one problem. There are so. I used every, I think, pot and bowl in my house. <laughs> so you have a bowl for whip, whipping the cream. You have a bowl for whipping the egg whites. Then you have the pot where you cook the maple. Um, and I don't know what the heck else went in there. You essentially make a maple custard. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so you have those three. And then once the maple custard cools, then you fold that into 
I don't know which one's first. Let's say the egg whites first and then you fold that into the whipped cream. And so it, it was a terrifying folding experience. And it's not even like you can use the same bowl, like you whip one and then you whip the other in the same right. bowl because you have to leave them off to the side while you're making the custard. So mm-hmm. you whip one bowl and it says, put it in the refrigerator and leave it for later. And then you have to get another bowl and whip in that and put it in the refrigerator and leave it for, leave it for later. Yeah. And this is after already having made the crust. Right. So the crust, I did want to talk about the crust a minute. Were you able to get it out of your pie pan? <laughs> I had some trouble and I did I did spray down the, the pan with like a nonstick baking spray. So this recipe came from tasteoflizzytea.com. It's called Maple Nut Pie and she has a recipe there for a oatmeal pie crust. Uh, I didn't feel like there was enough crust to really fill my pie pan. I agree with that too. If you if you look at it, it's the filling just just comes up to the edge if not mm-hmm. a little bit over. Um so the crust could have been there could have just been a little more to it. Mhm. I don't know about yours, but my crust was a little too salty. I'm pretty sure I followed the recipe. Hmm. No, I didn't have that problem. Maybe I did like now, if I did a tablespoon instead of a teaspoon, I would have noticed. I, I, I do like definitely think, though, that I don't know if you can grease and then flour the pie pan, but I was the first few slices I was chipping out. Also, maybe I overcooked it. <laughs> it was really hard <laughs> to, get the, to get the crust out. I mean, I, I definitely it doesn't taste stick, but it doesn't taste burnt or overcooked. And mm-hmm. now that it's been, um, I made it a few days ago. So now that the cream pie has been sitting in there, it's softer and easier to scrape out. But it's mm-hmm. definitely not easy to get a pretty piece of pie out. Yeah, I agree. I think I might have undercooked the pie crust just a little bit. Like it probably isn't as toasty. It it didn't look as toasty as the picture. Yeah on her website but it was pretty good i think i would do maybe 50 percent more pie crust than her recipe and that would because there were some thin sections on the bottom and then i it definitely didn't go all the way up the sides and the oatmeal i thought was really good with the the rest of the pie so why not have some more of that i agree that's that's what i would do in the future to have definitely more crust mm-hmm. so how did your fudge come out? Like crap. <laughs> How did your fudge come out? I threw it out, so not very good. <laughs> That's right. All right, so um, we used two different recipes. Yes. Let me see if I can find mine. Oh, my gosh, I have no idea which one I used. I usually rely on you to have the website on hand. Ooh, what did we do for this week? But since we used different ones, I'm, I'm kind of flying on my own. Well, up talk about mine so i got it from my evil twins kitchen it's the name of the website and it's called pure maple fudge i chose this one because it looks so soft and creamy in the pictures it's just insane uh there's this swiss fudge that i get from uh, a place uh, in my hometown of manchester new hampshire represent (laughs) <laughs> and it's just the creamiest, softest fudge. I don't know 
what its deal is, but it's amazing. And I thought that maybe this recipe would approach that in texture because the pictures look so good. But they say it's a, a traditional Quebec okay. um, fudge. That makes sense. Canada and maple syrup. Yeah, I love that stuff. So this is almost, it's almost a candy. It's got two and a quarter cups of maple syrup, which was a lot, a cup of heavy cream, and then three tablespoons butter. It's almost like making a caramel where your sugar is maple syrup. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And it came out nice and hard like a hard caramel. So do you think that, um, I mean, I don't know what kind of candy thermometer you use, but do you think that maybe it got too high and so it passed the soft ball stage, which I imagine is what it recommends you get to because that's what mine did. It's possible. So they say that it needs to get to 236, which was very specific. And I used a in-the-pan candy thermometer for this. I didn't want to chance it with my uh, infrared laser thermometer. So I took this very seriously. And they are so precise with you know, like eight minutes at this point and then take it off for five minutes and then blah, blah, blah. And at the end, you whip it with uh, just a hand mixer. And they say that it needs to beat for five minutes until, you know, a certain point, And then if you overbeat it, it will turn into crumbles. Uh. And I swear, I was only beating it for like a minute, maybe two at max. And I saw the signs that they were describing, but it was too late. So I don't know. I must have, maybe I did overheat it or something. Well, I wouldn't quite describe mine as crumbly, although maybe there is definitely crystallization in there that shouldn't be happening with a good fudge. I used a combination of both an in-the-pot candy thermometer and my infrared, and I don't know, I was cooking it at medium-high heat for probably an hour. (laughs) I know that sounds sounds crazy, but maybe it's just because I picked a pot that was too small. Anytime it got to the point, it says... um, to bring it to a rapid boil. Anytime it got to a rapid boil, it foamed up like more than twice as big as the ingredients that I had put into the pot. Mm-hmm. Did yours do that? Mine foamed up pretty big. Actually, less than I was expecting. It's like, you know, I think we've, we've both made caramels before yeah. and it always, you know, it foams up. You expect that. But I didn't get as much foam as I thought. This at least doubled in size. Hmm. So I had the pot and I had a good amount of headspace on the pot. And anytime I brought it up to a rapid boil, it was threatening to pour over onto my stove. And so I would lift it up and kind of stir it down and then put it down on the heat again and coming up at the top of the pot. So I had to cook it kind of at a lower heat. And I don't know if that was my problem or I didn't realize that most of these recipes specify beating for a purpose. I thought it was just using, you know, a word synonymous with mix. <laughs> oh. So, you know, it says remove from the, the pan from the heat and beat with a wooden spoon and then beat in the maple syrup and walnuts separately. And, oh yeah, I... I wasn't cooking the maple syrup either. This was just sugar, milk, evaporated milk, and butter. And so the maple syrup is actually added afterwards. 
That's interesting. But it still How came much maple out syrup? three tablespoons. So it's kind of sad on that front, too. So what was wrong with it at the end? It definitely, it was soft, but it was very, very grainy. It was like fresh, uh, you had said that yours was like maple sugar candy. But you know if you get a really fresh piece of maple sugar candy and the outside is crunchy, but the inside is kind of soft? Mm-hmm. But it had none of the smoothness or any of the chew that you expect a fudge to have. And so after a couple of days of breaking off chunks and I was just like, no, <laughs> this, is not, <laughs> this is not at all what I wanted. So I just got rid of it. Yeah, I still have mine. I It, it did come out similar to maple sugar candy, but harder. So you can still bite it. And it, it does the dissolve in your mouth kind of stuff, but it's just all around stiffer. Yeah. So it's not super enjoyable. Uh, so I kept it, and I was thinking that what I would do is break it into little pieces, and then in the summertime, like I'll freeze it. In the summertime, if we make some homemade ice cream, we could use it for like toppings or something like that. Ooh, that sounds cool. Actually, it would make an interesting mix-in too. Yeah. If it, I was afraid that it might dissolve. Probably not much. Oh, yeah, I guess it could. I would actually I mean, be so more stiff. afraid that it would get much harder and then be mm-hmm. like brittle. Yeah, that's bad too. <laughs> Is it kitty dinner time? It's just kitty doesn't like to be excluded time. <laughs> but if I if I let him in and then I close the door, he'll get angry too, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I would make the maple pie again. Yes. But... I don't know if I'm up for the disappointment of trying a different maple walnut fudge recipe. I know. At least not very soon. You have a go-to chocolate uh, fudge recipe, right? Yes, I do. And it's very similar to the recipe that I picked for this, the maple walnut, which is why I picked it. I thought, oh, well, the fudge came out great last time. I'll use the same kind of technique and ingredients and just have maple syrup in place of the chocolate. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Maybe it was the maybe the chocolate was the only thing that saved <laughs> my last fudge recipe. Yeah, I would not try this recipe again, even if I like understood exactly what I did wrong, and I was willing to give it another go. It's just the amount of maple syrup I had to sacrifice in that screw up. <laughs> it's just too much. I understand. That stuff's expensive. It is expensive, <laughs> and rightly so. I mean, the amount it's of amazing maple sap that they have to boil down to make syrup is insane mm-hmm. that's true all right so we had 50 percent success that's i'll take it that's pretty good yes or as some people might say one out of two ain't bad <laughs> that's right <laughs> actually you know what my son said to me the other day <sighs> oh my gosh so i can't remember what they were playing but my youngest son said to me I won two. I just won second. <laughs> oh. And it was only the two of them that were playing. <laughs> oh. And I just couldn't. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to tell him that that also meant he lost. <laughs> I was just like, that's awesome. <laughs> that's a good winning spirit right yes. there. I came in last, but all that really means is I won second. Right. <laughs> I am the second winner. Yeah. All right. I'll buy that. So, in other news, mm-hmm. I finally finished my Scooty. Oh, yay! Yay! 
That's right. You sent a picture. I forgot. Yes. I After I sent the picture, I looked at I tried so hard to get the ears even and in the right place, not too forward, not too back, not too far apart. And I finally was happy with them. And I was basking in the glory of being finished with a project when I realized <laughs> they are actually not even at all. <laughs> I looked at them from the top of the seam, you know, looked down and... They're probably off by a good inch as like one, I think, is about an inch more forward than the other. But you know what? It is done. And I'm going to leave well enough alone. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, your picture looked really good. It looked a lot more like the pictures of the pattern. So true to what it was supposed to be. Yeah, that may be. But I, I liked the big, super, super cuddly look that yours had. We both did a good job. Yay, we did. So that's two for three then. There you go. We we are moving up in the world. Yep. Have you been working on anything else? Um, I have on and off been working on the pair of slippers that I have mm-hmm. chosen. And I also chose a new pattern to work on. But I am intimidated because I am what so, so terrible at doing and finishing actual wearables. Mm-hmm. It is basically a knit little red riding hood cape. Oh, is that for your daughter or for you? <laughs> it is for my daughter. Okay. So they have them in, uh, it comes in sizes 12 months, 2 to 3 years, 4 to 5 years, and 6 to 8 years. And it's just super cute. It's got a big red button to uh, to close it under the chin and a nice sized hood and there's some nice detailing around the bottom edging of the cape. Send me a picture of the pattern or a link. Okay. I think I found it on Pinterest, actually. It actually has a weird name that I am not going to try to pronounce. Oh, it's really cute. Say the word. What is it called? It's a capuchon. Oh, I like the way you say it. I did How not do you even say it. I don't know. I didn't even want to attempt it. I was going to say something that sounded really ugly. Probably capuchin. I like the um, the floppiness of the hood and the little detail around the edge. Yeah, I like that too. It's really cute. So I think that's what I'm going to do next. Do you have any ideas for what you're going to do next? Um, so I just today got my yarn for my leggings. To oh, keep me right. warm. Yes. So I'm going to start that this weekend. How did you pick your yarn? There was a two-for-one sale. <laughs> <laughs> excellent decision <laughs> thank you uh yeah i just i went for a bulkier uh, yarn and something that i don't know i assumed it would get a little dirty it's like trudging through snow and stuff yeah so something that a color a darker color that would hide <laughs> any griminess hide everything yeah yeah it's a good idea too so i'll be starting that soon and um I don't know what I'm going to do after that. Everybody keeps asking me uh, if I'm going to do uh, baby stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad that I'm like, no, I'm going to make stuff for me. <laughs> so I think, I think I'm going to choose a baby thing next. Don't know what yet. Yeah. I'll have to look. I'm sure there's a million adorable things. I asked you that too, but that's just because I was curious. No, that's fine. There's so, there is so much stuff out there. I was more wondering what it would be that you'd focus in on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, some little knit 
teether that goes around a rattle or something or a softy. I don't know. I, I think in, in some Booties? ways it's in some ways it's not real yet, and in some ways it's too real. If that makes sense. I understand. So. <laughs> if anyone understands what you're talking about, it's me. Okay. Thank you. So I think I'm going to just do some browsing and I'll pick something. Yeah. In uh, other productive news, I'm making some good headway on our Christmas card this year. Ooh, excellent. I cannot wait to mm-hmm. see it. Like I'm working on a one, one idea. Mm-hmm. I'm slowly refining it as I Google how to do that. And I'm still learning all the buttons in GIMP. So as I do my little Photoshop, I use the, the freeware software GIMP. I kind of Google like, hey, I want to do this thing. And then I read some forums. I'm like, okay, that's how you do it. So it's slow. That's how I do free CAD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not sure that this idea is even going to work out. So, Do you want to try it on us? Or you want to keep it under wraps? I wasn't sure. I was thinking about us recording. I'm like, should I show it? Or I don't know. I think I can show you. So I had a couple ideas for this year's card. And the one that I am chasing now is a family of gingerbread men. (laughs) Oh my god. So I have the dog and the cat, me and my husband, and I wanted to approach the Uncanny Valley and put our faces on the cookies so they look like they're kind of popping out. And I did that, and I don't know, I'm working on like detail to make it look like like a real cookie. I'm working on my shading and the icing and all that. But I realized that our features are black. And all the icing that I did was mostly white. Ah, yeah. So I was thinking, is there a way to turn our features, like reverse, reverse the polarity so that they're white and then they, but then they wouldn't look like icing anyway. So I'm kind of stuck and I'm thinking about maybe just scratching this idea and doing something else. I like how Zoe looks so worried. She's confused. Yeah. That's her (laughs) face all the time. It's my dog. That is kind of true. And then my cat looks angry because he's an angry little kitty. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I'm working on it. I still am not committed to this idea, but we'll see. I like I'm where you're going with this, but I understand you're... It's not there yet. Yeah. So you working on anything else? Uh, I don't think so. I made a wreath. Oh, right. Wait, did you... Is this the crocheted leaf wreath? Yeah, I only ended up on. doing the three crocheted leaves. <laughs> okay. I, um, I took a wreath what would you say form a uh, styrofoam wreath form and i wrapped mm-hmm. it in kind of dark golden brown toned fabric that looked kind of like stylized leaves and then i hot glued the heck out of it i did a whole bunch of twigs and small branches around the wreath form and i put on my crocheted leaves and my kids and i glittered some pine cones and i hot glued those on too oh nice it's kind of a hot mess but you know what no one has come into my house and said where did you get that ugly wreath (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) that's my win (laughs) all right do you have a picture of that i don't i'll have to i'll have to get one and put it up speaking of which i haven't seen your pictures for the last few episodes up on our facebook page Oh, no. Naughty monkey. I will add them. I don't even remember what the heck we made. I don't know. Some stuff. I'll figure it out. I'll look at our Facebook page, just like 
Everyone out there listening should check out our Facebook page. And in other news, Mm -hmm. speaking of our Facebook page and what we have already made, what are we going to make next time? We usually talk about that before we actually record, and we haven't. Right? I didn't even think about it. Honestly, I forgot we would have to do that. (laughs) Are you planning any uh, knit or crocheted projects to be done for the holidays as gifts? No. Are you? Are you going to finish the slippers for your mother-in-law, right? I hope to, yeah. That is the plan. I am a horrible person and haven't really started thinking too much about Christmas gifts. I have thought about it a little, but I'm also really mad that I've thought about it a little because I feel like you shouldn't have to think about it until December 1st. (laughs) I know everybody likes to get on the Black Friday train and ride mm-hmm. it all the way to the bank. And they're like, oh my gosh, look at these amazing deals I got and how much money I saved. And I just think November is not time for Christmas shopping. <laughs> yeah, but I am feeling the Christmas creep. Now, what is that? I saw that. Does that mean like it's, <laughs> it's like... It's like when... It's being a creeper, I mean, like it's sneaking around the door and no. staring at you while you work. Normally, it, that phrase is used uh, because to describe like stores that put out Christmas oh, decorations earlier, way earlier, too early, year, yeah, or okay. radio that does that. But I am feeling it. I'm loving it this year. Like, bring on that holiday! And yet, I still haven't thought about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you can be ready for the holiday spirit without necessarily being ready to ready for the responsibilities. <laughs> yes, and worry about what everyone in the world wants. Yeah, uh, but I am so excited to play some Christmas carols. I am trying to hold off because that's usually my first, the first thing that will happen is I go straight to the Christmas music. Mm-hmm. And so already I have my presets in my car, but I am refusing to put them on. <laughs> until, that's right. Until December. I'm waiting until this weekend. I'm giving myself a few extra days in November, yes. but it has to be after Thanksgiving. Those are my rules. It's a good rule. I really think Thanksgiving does deserve a little bit of focus time. Yes, I agree. Okay, so when when would our next episode be going up? December 7th. Hmm. And then the one after that will be the 21st. We could do something gingerbready in honor of the coming Christmas season. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do gingerbread cookies, but we could maybe find some interesting gingerbread spiced recipe yeah i made a gingerbread cupcake once Ooh, i bet that, that was lovely uh, yeah it had molasses in it and um some other stuff it was very tasty i screwed it up <laughs> uh, i think but but it was still good the screw up came out really cool so i'm not sure if i overbeat it i think i overbeat the the batter and then it deflated so they came out big poofy cupcakes and they deflated into okay so you have the bottom of the cupcake right and it was kind of concave so it kind of souffléed yeah it was so there was like a little little dip in the center but before it flattened out like that it overfilled all the cupcakes and it spilled over it spilled over from one cupcake hole to the next so there was like a flat sheet of cupcake and then they oh, all deflated okay I hear you. And then as you pull out each cupcake, I filled the the dip in the center with an ice cream cheese frosting. 
and you could basically break off the edges mm. that deflated and like dip it in like a little cookie dip. It's like <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds great. It, it was great, but I'm not exactly sure what I did to screw it up to make it great. That's too bad because that's that may be on par with the accident <laughs> of burnt butter. I mean, brown yes. butter. <laughs> brown butter, right. Anyway, that's my uh, gingerbread, not gingerbread story. I like it. I would like there are other things them. you can do with gingerbread. Yes. Um, gingerbread cookies, gingerbread cakes and muffins and gingerbread ice cream. I don't Ooh. know. Gingerbread truffles. Oh, that sounds good. All these pictures look so sad. Why? It's just like a block of brown. I don't know. Oh, they like sprinkle powdered sugar on top of it so it just doesn't look like ruin. It's just like a block sitting on a plate. I don't know. I like gingerbread cake. with big pile of whipped cream on top. It reminds me of school cafeterias, though. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like in a fond way? Um, yeah, I guess so. Yes. <laughs> In just that, you know, wistful, nostalgia kind of way. Okay. Ooh, what about gingerbread waffles? Does that count? Or is that... <laughs> I think that can count. That could be like a Christmas breakfast thing. Or have you ever made Lebkuchen? Uh, no. What is this? This is gingerbread fudge. This is not going to end well. Never mind. <laughs> nope. No more fudge. I need a break. I like the juxtaposition of gingerbread in some kind of creamy filling or topping because gingerbread itself is so heavy usually. Yeah. It's it's flavorful, but it's... It can be overwhelming. Yeah. It, it can be dense. Let it be known that I sent you a link for a gingerbread roll cake. Okay. It is known. Is there anything that has gingerbread but not just only gingerbread? Like a gingerbread layer bar. I don't know. I'm going to Google that. Gingerbread seven layer bars. This is something called gingerbread magic cake. Ooh, what's the magic? Sure. It kind of looks like the bottom is cheesecakey and the top is gingerbready. Mm. You know, maybe like a pudding cake kind of thing. Yeah, so this says, with the magic cake, as it bakes in the oven, the layers separate, and you end up with a cakey top layer and a custard flan kind of base. Ooh, that sounds good. Do you want me to send it to you? Yes, please. It's also from a web co- website called Foodness Gracious. Like, goodness gracious, <laughs> but with food. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if anybody knows me, you know I love relatively I bad so. puns. <laughs> yeah. The worse the pun is, the more I enjoy it. The harder you have to stretch to make it a pun, <laughs> the more <laughs> the more it tickles my heart. <laughs> it does look tasty. I've never had particular luck with flan. I've never tried it. But these these sound like they look good. They might be a little easier. Yeah. You want to give this a try? Yes. All right. We're going to make gingerbread magic cake bars. Excellent. From like it from foodness gracious foodness gracious stay at home dad with a serious passion for food <laughs> should have known from the pun <laughs> that it's a dad joke yeah <laughs> was it you who accused me of of making dad jokes probably it sounds like something i have done yeah probably i don't even see where you see this information but i'm glad you found it 
Well, it's at the top, of, right under the title, Food is Gracious. Next week, we're going to make gingerbread hip and cool again. Just like the stay-at-home dad. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so, check us out on Facebook for pictures of the maple cream pies that we made. The double nut episode. Double nut. Oh, you can email us at keepingbusypodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what your holiday traditions are for baked goods. If you have something special that your family makes, we would love to hear about it. Maybe give it a try. And then please like us and subscribe on iTunes. That helps us get our name out there. And listen to us all the time because we have so much to do and so much to talk about. Mm Mm-hmm. So, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your holiday and eat a lot. Until next time, we'll be keeping busy.